terrible warriors are expanding. What you're about to listen to is a new podcast we have released that we call The Cambridge Chronicles. The Cambridge Chronicles is still The Terrible Warriors. It's part of a growing network of games. What is different from our usual rotating catalog of one-shots is The Cambridge Chronicles is one game with one GM and one playgroup. Mike the Birdman Dodd and his players have gathered together in Guelph to play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. And when they sat down, they thought it was going to be a one-shot story, but it blossomed into something far greater. Something we now call the Cambridge Chronicles. This episode is a preview of the new podcast. We are releasing the first four episodes here at the Terrible Warriors. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, head to terriblewarriors.com slash Cambridge Chronicles right now and subscribe to the new podcast so that you don't miss any new releases into the future. And without further ado, let me hand it over to the Cambridge Chronicles. Throughout the ages... There have been heroes and warriors who've embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors. Chronicles of an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed only with their dice, some pretty stupid ideas, and a horseshoe up their butt as they come together to save the day in The Cambridge Chronicles. Seriously? You couldn't find anyone better? Welcome back to Terrible Warriors. I am your Dungeon Master, Mike the Birdman Dodd, from ThisWeekInGeek.net, and we are playing once again Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition with, well, two noobs and a vets, though everybody's playing something new and exciting. From a guy who attacks people with a giant bear wang, to the ugliest man on Earth, to the sexiest devil you've ever seen... Well, we're wading through poo gas. Though not so much anymore. We've come across to the Thieves' Guild underneath the city of Cambridge. What wonders does it hold? Riches? Danger? Who's to say? Who knows? Because I don't even know. When we last joined these people, we were joining Absalom as he was enjoying a refreshing cold shower to get all the crap and other ugly out of his armor so he no longer smells like seafood and a porta potty Pretty much. Pretty much. So, you have rinsed off your armor, you've come out, it's cold, you're like, oh my god, and just people are just kind of looking at you, because you are wearing your holy vestments, and uh, you said you're here for the clergy. Hope you've got a plan. <laughs> Wait, where yeah. are we at this point? Just you're still up in, in the, the hallway. hallway, they haven't seen you, yeah. Mm. I the find door. it funny so that I snuck by them, he doesn't fuck covered up. in filth, and they still haven't noticed me. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty good. I, sh I posted a picture of us doing this. Excellent. And uh, I've already had two people ask where they can find this, uh, these recordings. And TerribleWarriors.com? Yeah. But I told them it might not be for a bit. I don't know. We yeah, don't know yeah. exactly when it'll go, so uh, they'll have Stay to keep tuned. looking. Yeah, good times. So it just means they'll be on the site more and see other Exactly. Stuff. Look at that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there'll be more stuff. That Terrible we'll listeners. <laughs> Terrible listeners. Okay, so... Uh, Absalom, so you're rinsing off or we're to join these two, so We're in the hallway I can't pronounce Icoons. your name Icoons <laughs> I have to remember Mila Kunis Hot yeah. boobies So Icoons, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, that, I'm not sexist, she really is the, hot That was the inspiration <laughs> we, we can't say the inspiration Yeah, we can't say the inspiration Because we want to either Can you guess it or subscribe <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly think, To find out Think snake speak um, <laughs> smush, smush. Um, so anyway, so we join Ikunis and Dargo. You guys are up in the hallway. Do you notice a dwarf come up and beckon Absalom down the stairs? Roll me a perception check to see if you hear what was said. You're such a big boy cat. I'm petting my cat, Logan. He refuses to leave I, my I, side. For a second there, I thought you said you're such a big boy to me, and I'm getting a little confused. He's <laughs> such a big boy. Yeah. Yes, I am. Roll so I rolled, I rolled a 15. Okay, so you hear most of what he says. You hear blah, blah, blah. Oh, the boss is expecting. All right, well, come on down. Just rinse off you. Smell like shit. The dwarf doesn't seem to notice you. Or at least, if he did, he's not paying you any mind. Okay. Now, what are you gonna do? Uh, looking around, 
where we're go where I was headed. Is it where they were going? Yes. They they went down a staircase at the end of the hallway. That's why you can't see anything down because it's not lit. Okay, I figure we just continue on behind in the shadows. Okay, so you continue along along behind in the shadows. You're just going to move at half your normal movement speed. Yeah. Okay, so you continue to creep down the hallway. You um you come down the stairs. Roll me your stealth checks again. You're going to try and hide along the walls. Stealth. Ooh, seventeen. Good. Ten. I got a ten. Okay, so you manage to creep... Um, Ikunas manages to, to slip down the stairway and kind of get behind the stairs. You manage to follow along also because no one's really paying attention to you either. Probably because my armor's a little loud. Yeah, you make a little <laughs> bit more noise than you probably should have. We'll see if any of the guards notice you. Nope. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so... You come down, and you see, like I said, this huge, very regal-looking room. And you see just basically the scum of Cambridge just kind of hanging out. Guys wearing very similar attire to what you saw when you first came into town. Very uh, loose clothing with, like, rope belts. But you see guys wearing, like, falchions, long swords. You see guys who have multiple daggers across their chest. A good way... A good way to describe some of these guys, some of them look like they belong right out of Assassin's Creed with the, like, kind of hooded cloaks and everything. But they're walking right into this shit. <laughs> but they all seem to be having a good time. No one seems alarmed. Even the guys that went running through, they're like, what the hell was that guy's problem? So, as you guys are sitting there just kind of hanging back in the shadows, you hear a woman's voice bellow out... You! Cleric! Yes. So, you see this thin elven woman come out of the shadows. She's dressed uh, halfway between sexy and functional sort of thing. She's got on kind of like kind of like silk, but she also has like bandoliers full of stuff. You're not sure what it could be. You see a pair of wicked-looking curved daggers on her sides. She comes sauntering down this staircase at the end of the hall. And she goes, do what do we owe the honor? Uh, just looking for donations for the, the clergy and the church for the children. <laughs> she starts laughing at you. She's like, wow, you must be new in town. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Come with me. So she introduces herself as Corin, And she's like, all right, come with me. So she takes you by the shoulder, puts her arm around you, goes, Boy, first off, you smell terrible. But that's okay. She goes, Look, let me see your face. I like to know who I'm dealing with. If we're going to be giving it... She kind of gives you a nudge in, the, in the, uh, the ribs, going, The children, right. I got the children right down here. Come on. So she starts leading you down this hallway. Are you going to show her... Your face? Well, it's covered, but it's I, don't, covered. I don't see like why I would show her my face just yet. All right. She's like, all right, you're a little shy. I understand. You said you're new in town when you say the children. I got what you're looking for. Don't worry. The children are safe. So she leads you down this, uh, this staircase. She passes by what looks like a couple of jail cells, but passes by what looks like a barracks, stuff like that. And you come to this laboratory, and you see, like, there's an alchemist sitting in there. There's a guy in the corner. He's, like, an older-looking human guy. He's got wild white hair. Think of Doc Brown if he was methed out. Oh, man. And he's like, oh, he's here for the, the children, right? Right, right, right? Yeah, the children? right here. Holds up this little green vial. The children are ready. Almost. Almost. Do you wish to roll any knowledge skills or figure <laughs> out what the hell's going I mean, are on? Are you an idiot? Uh, I'm actually going to roll medicine to see if I can figure it out. Okay. Twelve. You're looking at it. It's probably some kind of narcotic. Looking around the lab... 
You look like you've walked right into more or less what would be the D and D equivalent of a like meth breaking lab. Bad. Yeah, more <laughs> breaking <or less>. bad. <laughs> so you walk into this lab, and she's like, "You know, we have a deal going on with your people, your parishioners, buy and help the children, and you know, we keep you guys safe as best we can because evidently Lord Kilsh is screwing you right over." Uh, she goes, so how many children do you need to bring back to the clergy? I, I wasn't told about any of this, so I, I don't know. She goes, then how did you find your way down here? She uh, goes, show me your face. What's his name? Uh, his Roll me a knowledge check if you remember. Or something like that. Dungern. Dungern! Ha <laughs> ha! Dungern uh, told us how to get how, f- told me how to get down here. The fat shit pipe cleaner. Really? Dungern tells you, huh? Alright. So what do I call you, friendo? Uh, you can call me Absalom. Absalom the cleric. Well. Buddy. Pal. And, oh, friendo mine. And trust me, you do not want to see my face. I do, because if you don't, I'll slit your throat right here and right now. Show me your face. Uh, All manners from her just drop. I I do not want to show my face. You see the other guy in the corner, he's like, Ma'am, is there a problem? She's like, Grab the red vial over there. Bring it to me right now. I'm going to start slowly backing away. All right, roll it. (laughs) Roll me dexterity to see if you can do it relatively unnoticed. Eleven. We'll see if she notices you starting the back up. She does not. She takes the green, she takes the red vial. She pops the uh, the stopper in it. You can hear it violently hissing as it connects with the oxygen in the air. Yeah. You know what they do to some people in your order? You ever heard of? Uh, you know what a eunuch is? Because I do. Now. I'm going to ask you one last time, and then I'm taking your manhood. You're going to pour acid on your dick? <laughs> I, I, maybe, You're going I, to tell I me who sent you, why, because if that idiot bitch Fiona sent you, I'm going to send you back in pieces to that pirate cunt. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know who Fiona is. Roll me a reaction. Well, it... The problem is, is I'm not being deceptive. Okay, you're being truthful? I'm being... Yeah, I don't she's, know who Fiona is. She so. doesn't care. Oh. She, so but roll she reaction would, to she dodge would see, it. She would see that I'm not lying. All right, well, let's see. We'll in, see if she gives insight, a fuck. Yeah. Does she give a fuck? 19. So she knows I'm not lying. She knows. She's like, okay. She holds the vial above your junk. She's like, all right. Let's say I believe you. You're telling me a monk of what was your order called again? I forget. Uh, Mistra. 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 Just happens to walk into one of the most well-protected thieves' guild in all of the Sword Coast, undetected, relatively unarmed. Let's just say the two guys at the front gate kind of were scared for some reason. They just ran away. I didn't even do anything. Oh, they'll be dealt with later. I assure you, you've sealed their fate. Well, so you I weren't sent by the pirate anyone. bitch Fiona. That, 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 that is some interesting stuff. I... So, let me start again. Let's be friends. Tell me everything you know, and maybe you'll walk out of here. Maybe you won't. But regardless, we're going to be friends. For how long is up to you? All I heard is the coffers are low because Lord Kish is not really supplying. So I've been trying to collect for that. Hmm, well, I do find it distasteful your order decides to sell drugs to its, um, congregation, but hey... I do find that distasteful, too. Hey, it keeps me in diamonds, riches, and all the men that I can fuck, so you know what? I'm okay with it. But, you're a church. You're, yeah, you know what? On some level, you're all scumbags. So, you're telling me 
I bite my tongue. <laughs> okay, so she kind of, she starts walking. It's like, all right, well, walk ahead of me. She looks at the alchemist. It's like, keep a few keep a few of those red things ready, just in case I decide I don't like our friend's answers here. But I'll be back. So she walks you down, and she leads you into what looks like be her personal office. You see two orc guards. She walks past them, kind of slinks past them. They shoot you just this guttural stare. And she's like, alright, sit down. They can see, like, from here, like, from my eyes and up, like, yeah, there's something wrong. They're like, hmm. Like, I Switching don't back to these guys. Yeah. It's been about 20 minutes, and Absalom has not come back. You see people walking, walking back and forth. People, like I said, are still laughing, having, having a good time. You can definitely smell mead and wine on the air. The atmosphere so. is relatively joyful. So, do you want to just go? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just leave this asshole. <laughs> Absa who? I, what? <laughs> I, I do mean, not know no absolute. We, both, we both smells like shit right now. <laughs> me even more than you. But um, you saw me wash off, right? You saw me wash yeah. off, so yeah, you would have probably do the same off. spot considering the two guys ran away. Yeah, <laughs> but there are people down there though, so you'd have to sneak in or walk back out into the sewers and hope for the best. So, yeah, I guess we should make our way to wherever that fountain was. Yeah, that's okay. like a good idea. And see if we can wash ourselves. Because I can't really sneak up to someone and be like, Hey, buddy, when I'm I smell sexy. like human feces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll Ask see if anybody notices you. Matter. Nope. Nobody notices you. Okay. And nobody notices you. Nice. So you hose off because you look just like rather, you look just like dudes who belong here. No one pays you any mind whatsoever. That's true. And so, because I've never seen these people before... They probably know you and assume you have an invitation. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, they're like yo, Dargo. They just so, kind of give you the fist bump and walk on. No one pays you any real mind. Yeah. Roll me perception. Your cat is licking the shit out of my leg right now. <laughs> oh, Ayla. I love you, kitty. <clears throat> I love you too, Logan. Good boy. He's my big boy cat. Six. Okay, yes. you kind of get a weird tingle. I'm here too. Wait. You're here too. Let's see. I rolled a nine. You What's don't that? notice anything out of the ordinary eye. Do either. you have a plus to your perception at all? Perception? No. Okay. All right, so after a couple of minutes, um. You notice more and more people come out to the uh, come out to the main hall there, and they start to gather in a circle, and they let two men come in the middle of it. You see one guy dressed in, like I said, sort of the Assassin's Creed type robes, and another guy who's dressed like a stereotypical pirate. He's got the cut off shorts, the bandana, the ripped shirt, like a bandolier across his chest. And he's like, "Oi, I'll take you down, mate." And this guy comes out of the shadows. <laughs> Oi, fuck boy. <laughs> the guy I'm comes out of the shadows. I'm thinking, work it out on the floor. Work it out. We're going to break dance. <laughs> so this guy comes out of the shadows as if made of shadows. It's the shadow dude. He kind of comes out, kind of flicks his wrist like the Assassin's Creed hidden blades. And he's like, oh, I got time to play. So you see these guys, and everyone starts chanting, Fight! 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 It's a pirate-thief fight. So the pirate pulls out this huge scimitar, and he starts going back and forth. He's got these nasty, gnarly teeth. He's, like, flicking his tongue at him. He's like, come on, come on, I'll cut you, boy. And the Assassin's Creed-type-looking guy is just circling him. Actually, roll me perception checks again. Fourteen... 16. You notice he has a weird paleness about him. The 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 guy. The, yeah, <laughs> the uh, guy in the cloakish outfit. You notice he has like a weird paleness to him. He's definitely like, human. Like albino? <laughs> kind of. 
like <laughs> like Steve. <laughs> not like I didn't Steve. Want to say <laughs> you also notice he has You're like he's the, not ghastly white. He's not ghastly white, but you do notice his eyes sometimes when the cloak comes down in front of his eyes. There's an ever so slight yellow glow to them. Damn. So he's data. That would be Can a good I, way to describe his eyes, actually. They, look, they yeah. look like data. Can I kind of sneak up to one of the people watching the fight? Yep, you can absolutely like, do that. Hey, like, who are these people? <laughs> Alright, go ahead. You know what's going on here? <coughs> Should I roll something for that? Um... Like, roll me a persuasion check to see if you can get some information, because people are really into this. You're just watching them just dance blades around each other. What's the difference, what's the difference between uh, six, so history 13? and arcana? 15? Arcana is magic. What is it? Seven, no, 7 plus 6. History 13. 13. Right? Yeah. yeah, one of the guys, one of the human guys turns around, another guy who looks like a pirate. He turns around and goes, yeah, that's Lyric, the assassin. Okay. New guy in town. He's uh, definitely been cleaning up down here. He's like, why? You kind of fancy him, Lass? Maybe. He's like, I don't know. You both look like you're spawned from the same hell pit. He kind of winks at you as he sells it. He says, watch how he moves. And as you watch him, he kind of starts, like, like, circling the other guy. And he takes the hidden blades in his, in his wrist and just starts kind of stabbing. Never reaching the other pirate's face, but just enough so he's He's freaked out. Like, I can touch you anytime I want. He's toying with them. And the way he moves is unnatural. Like, it's almost like... Like, gravity do- doesn't affect him. And what was his name again? Lyric. Lyric? Ah. And what about the pirate guy? He's like, oh, that's Dan. Dan's an idiot. He's probably <laughs> gonna die tonight. <laughs> Right. Dan the pirate. <laughs> so just as he says pirate that, Dan. so just as he says that's Dan, you see the uh, you see lyric. He kind of lunges at him. You see the pirate kind of uh, wind up with his uh, shimitar, try to cut right through his right through him. Lyric turns into vapor for just half a second, sidesteps the blade, drives both of his assassins' blade into the guy's gut, and literally. Spills his intestines out onto the floor. Would nice. It, and he kind of takes a bow. Would anybody else like to dance? My dance card's empty. And of course. I'm just like... And he just kind of <laughs> saunters back. He's like, I thought not. But it's been fun, boys. And he kind of looks at you. A tiefling. Yeah, and he so. kind of looks at you. Oh, God. You, know, you look kind of familiar. I, I think I saw you when I came in, in the town the other night. What I brings a tiefling in the Cambridge? Of all the places in all the world you could be... And the crowd starts to disperse, and he looks around, and he's like, all of you, just fuck off. And Lyric kind of floats over, like, like, the feet don't even touch the ground. Like, Lyric just floats over towards you. And he starts to kind of get up and close, that kind of, that really greasy douchebag seductive sort of thing, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the over-the-top Casanova, sort of like, you... He starts touching your face. He's like, Really? What brings you to Cambridge? You're way too pretty for here. So, my guess is, either Lord Kill summoned you, you're looking for a wonderful night, or you're here because Fiona sent you. So... Please don't fuck the Miss God. I'm going <laughs> to ask you once. What are you doing here? And where are your friends? First off, I'm a tiefling. I don't really have any friends. And secondly... He's like, I get that. 
I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm always going from place to place. Who knows how long I'll stay here, but I heard that this particular <laughs> establishment was good for a fun time. For <laughs> that, you are meeting. right. He's the littlest hobo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to fuck Mr. Guy. So he goes, well, you definitely heard right. You still haven't answered my question as to what brings you to Cambridge, though. Cambridge particularly? Yeah, I mean, are you just are you just here by happenstance? Am I looking too much into it? He looks you up and down. He says, well, I'm guessing by the way you're dressed, but definitely not by the way you smell. Bard, maybe? Entertainer of some kind? Yeah, would you like to hear one of my songs that I've written? <laughs> Why, yes, I would, but you're going to come with me. I want you to roll a cool check. All right. I teach English, not math. <laughs> the language of the universe. That's true. Um, I suck at math. So <laughs> you get, he looks in your eyes and you see these disgusting yellow eyes and you start to get a really close look at him. He throws back his teeth. He starts to smile. You notice his canines are pointed. Uh-oh. So you're probably... As you deduce this, you can feel there's, like... He's trying to put some kind of a magical effect over you, but it's not working. Alright, so I'll play along and see where he takes me. So he leads you down a hallway, and he leads you past several really, really, really nice rooms. He brings you to a room that has a coffin in it. But it's covered in furs. You see tons of naked women and men in various states of, well, frankly, intercourse. Coitus. <laughs> and he goes, you know, it's been a long time since I've tasted the Infernal. Oh, it's a cum pile. So. <laughs> entertain me. Maybe you'll walk out of here. All right. <laughs> I do have a rather, um, let's say, lewd song that I can play you, but it's an entirely in the infernal tongue. He's like, oh, I like it. Been a long time since I've heard the mother tongue down here. Too much time has spent amongst these flesh things. And I've heard it has the power to seduce. He looks really interesting. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. right, so I play my. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, so, I'm sorry. All I, I'm sorry. All I can think of is is the bad touch by. Nothing but mammals. Nothing but mammals. So you and Lyric decide to have a moment. We'll say. Yeah, I'll play him my sexy song. All right, so you've definitely gotten distracted. <laughs> Moving back on to Dargo. So you see the man that you saw melt into shadows the other night go off with Ikunas. <coughs> and you see... Uh, you haven't seen Absalon yet, though. So you see the remains of Dan the Pirate. Um, you see a guy come out He's dressed in loose robes. He looks at the floor. He's like... <sighs> he waves his hand and Dan the Pirate gets up. Dan the Pirate's guts are still spilling out on the floor. He's like, go, go guard the front door. So Dan the Pirate begins to just drag himself down the hallway. And his intestines are dragging into? behind him. <laughs> That's a necromancer. <laughs> so he's like, you know, he does this every other day. We're getting, you know, it's getting to the point where we can't have a decent dungeon anymore. They're just full of dead guys. Who has to maintain the dead guys? This guy. Okay. But Dargo, I haven't seen you in forever. Stopped by for breakfast the other morning. Sorry, this is my other job. Probably should have told you. I'm a necromancer. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you recognize this guy as Ikim. 
Ikim? Ikim. Uh, he is a human. He's probably about 40 years old. He's missing like half his teeth. He's the nicest guy you've ever met, though. Oh, he's the guy that tips well. Yeah, he tipped extremely well. And he's not above leaving the odd jewel behind. Oh, okay. So he's one of my regulars. Yeah. Oh, he knows he, to pay for the good service. So that's right. He did tell me he works the night shift. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of looks at you and goes, you know, I wondered when I'd see you guys down here. I really did. So he goes, look, I take it you want to go meet Corn, right? I mean, I guess that's why you're here, right? You got like the official invite. Yeah, sure. You yeah. got the spooky guy coming to your door or whatever. Right. Anyway. So he's like, tell you what. So we have got a problem. Problems, and I do mean problems. So, as you know, I just resurrected a fucking pirate. We've got a pirate problem. And Fiona, my boss, wants these people dead. Their, um, Corrin, sorry, wants this pirate captain, Fiona, dead. But we can't really get in there. So, I'll tell you what. How would you like to make some coin? Or maybe have the Thieves Guild... I mean, I don't hold a lot of power, but I can definitely talk to the boss, maybe get her to leave your business alone. I mean, and you know what? Look, we're sorry about the, the kid the other night. You were an easy mark. Oh, he was... So this, this was you guys? He was a new kid? Initiation. All right. And you've talked to him, and it's not going to happen again? Well, yeah. Like, we picked you because, well, you're a heavy sleeper. Plus, he wanted to take a look at, you know, the devil chick's tits. So, we, okay. we said fine. Okay, okay. I mean, kids can be forgiven. Exactly. I mean, he, he's new. <coughs> he picks a lock like an owl bear. It's, you know what, it's not going to work out for him. But maybe I'll just say to him, you know what, maybe you're not that kind of thief. <gasps> okay, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself what to do next. So he goes, what? Tell you what, why don't we go mean corn? Let's see if we can get you a, a job anyway, or at least, you know, come meet the boss anyway. All right, and, and, and with that, uh, we're walking, right? Yeah, so you're walking. And I'm just, I'm just asking, so um, what's with the guy that floats? Oh, that's Lyric. When we finally get the deal with Fiona, that's our ticket to cutting her heart out. If we can ever get near her. That's the idea. Okay. Problem is, Lyric can't exactly get around during the daytime. So it's it's a problem, not the problem, but it's a problem. Okay, I'm, proce- I'm processing everything he's saying. And so, and as, as we approach, I have one more question. Do you know what's happened to the dog that's been... <laughs> I've still got that in the back of my head, being the animal guy. <laughs> like, do anybody know what's happened to the, to the dog, the street dog that's always hanging out upstairs? He goes, yeah, you can thank the pirates for that one. Wait, he's gone or gone? We're kind of assuming the pirates ate him. God. But we're not sure. We don't know. Like I said, we're looking for droopy-eyed Lassie, so. Because that has been (laughs) boiling, seething in the back of my mind. Where's the dog? Well, that's the thing. I mean, the pirates kind of did us a favor. That dog kept barking at the well. It's only a matter of time, though, someone came snooping down here. Uh, but then again, hey man, we got all sorts of weird shit. Actually, I'm actually really surprised right. you didn't run into any of the ghouls coming down here. <laughs> any of the ghouls? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I'm probably going to go have to cast them later. Yeah, whatever. The ghouls <laughs> cut out. <laughs> so he leads you into a room where you see Absalon sitting at a chair with uh, this very beautiful uh elven woman, like I said, dressed very sexily. She's kind of darker skin for an elf. And she eyes you and goes, well, 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 wonders never cease. Dargo! Hi. I don't recall inviting you here, but uh, how the hell are you? I'm doing quite well. Just discovered an entire labyrinth underneath the city I've never seen before, but uh, nice to meet you. I'm actually surprised we've actually never met before. Well, at least, you know, wearing... She kind of she kind of does this. She does this uh, kind of hand weave motion over her face. You haven't seen this face, anyway. But trust me, I've been to your place. I've had many dire bear steak. Must restock soon. Just saying. But she goes, I want you to sit down, because 
I am about to uh, propose something to my new uh, cleric friend here. I think his name was... Uh... Actually, I don't believe I got your name. Did I? Yeah, Absalom. Absalom, oh, that's right. Abby. That's Abby. <laughs> so anyway, we were just discussing how he was going to help me help the children. But I also have another potential uh, bit of work that I need done, as you no doubt are aware. Lord Kilsh and the rest of this city has a pirate problem, and you probably just saw someone get sliced and diced in the living room, so to speak. So, there's a pirate captain causing me some trouble. Pirate captain's name's Fiona. She's out on one of the islands, but I know she's got a cargo ship that goes to a smuggler's hold every so often, just a couple of miles up the coast there. Problem is, none of my guys can get fucking near it. They all know what what we look like. And, you know, sometimes you don't send a thief to do, I don't know, a druid's job, a cleric's job, I don't know. I need something with a little bit different touch. I'd like this to go a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit more diplomatic. So what you're saying is you're looking for a face they don't know. Exactly. As uh, you no doubt maybe have met, um, I'm sure you met my associate Lyric or maybe saw his handiwork in the living room. Briefly. (coughs) I just need to get that coffin on that ship and the rest will take care of itself. I see. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, coffin off of out of here means no vampire here. So, saying, maybe I'll uh, just have a, a huddle up with my compatriot here. Alright. You know, So she's like, yeah, go right ahead. Whisper, 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 whisper. Let's just do it and get the hell out of here. <laughs> you see her take a few shots of a green vial. Her eyes kind of bug out for just half a second, and it almost looks, almost looks like she has kind of like an in-her-seat orgasm, and she's like, Yes, I do not. I do not like this place. It's like, so what do you say, Dargo? What about you, uh, church boy? I say anything to help the city. A wise answer, a great answer, and I'm sure we'll look forward to working with you real soon. And as for you, Absalon, you're lucky. I like pious men. I like honest men. You didn't lie to me. Which is why you've still got your twig and giggleberries. So, never show your face here again. Peter is welcome. You, however, are not. But, uh, she tosses you a green vial. Have one on the house. Just because you're entertaining just enough. Now get out. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, you pocket that, you know... Well, yeah, I'm not going to, like, toss it back to her and be like, I don't want it. That would kind of get you right away. No, Yeah, you're you're not not chaotic good, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So we rejoin rejoin Ikunis. About a half an hour has passed. You've been singing your songs. How sore are you? (laughs) Lyric has passed out. He goes... Well, it's just about time to leave, so I'm going to take my leave of you, my lovely dear, and perhaps we'll meet again. He kind of flashes the gross vampire teeth, goes into the coffin, folds his hands over, as they in the coffin hermetically seal shut. Everybody in the room decides to finish up what they're doing, quietly leaves. They all finish at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at everybody and thinking. Perfect timing. Maybe we could just kill the vampire, but we probably shouldn't try to do that right now. No, I just want to look. Well, because we know he probably took the king's daughter, so I kind of want to look around for any clues of where she might be or if she's hiding here somewhere. Because the the other thing was they thought. Uh, the Lord thought that it was pirates that took her, but... Or, no, sorry, the Lord saw him take her. Or he said he saw them take her. Yeah. That's right. So I'm gonna... Now that he's asleep, I'm gonna do, like, a perception check, I guess. Okay. 
and see what's going on in this room that people are all vacating. Uh, it's an 11. All right, so you look around the room. You see a blue robe. A blue robe that actually has Lord Kilsh's insignia on it. Ooh, okay. So I go over and inspect it more closely, I guess. You inspect it more closely. It looks like it's been here a while. Like, it, it looks like dirty laundry. Like it's been left here a while. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> uh... I, I take out my smartphone and take a picture. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if this was Shadowrun, maybe. <laughs> no, I can't really... I don't want to disturb the room and then have him be like... What the fuck are you doing? Coming after me, so I just take a mental note that there's one of Lord Kilshus's robes in the room. And then... I guess I leave and try to look for these guys. All right, so you see these two coming out of uh, the staircase that was leading up to uh, another set of rooms, and you just see these guys just walking down the stairs, coming out into the living area. You see uh, the remains of Dan the Pirate still on the floor, and you can follow them all the way up up the stairs, the trail of, trail of gross and ugly. All right. So we catch... Then, we catch you up on what's going on mission wise we I'm assuming don't really want the details of what nastiness happened in there Ikeem goes so to transport Lyric uh, we'll have him up in a covered wagon in just a few hours you want to go wait up up on the surface and then yeah just take make sure this thing is on uh, Fiona's ship Sure. All right. Yay. <laughs> we walk up, you know, I'm, I'm clean, but still smell a little bit weird. You're terrified that you were going to lose your junk. Uh, <laughs> no, I was terrified of just dying. Yeah, in general. <laughs> and, 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 uh, uh, it cans is sore. I've got the afterglow. You're, but you're, you're also just sore all over. <laughs> so you guys eventually make your ways back to the bear's den. You see a covered wagon there, and you see a detailed set of instructions in a sealed wax envelope. It's like you see a map that's drawn up the coast, and you see it says, and it's directed directly to you. It's like, Dargo, deliver this cargo however you need to, to the pirate captain, Fiona. Say whatever story you need to. Say you're trying to pay for passage or whatever you got to do. But make sure this coffin gets on that boat. Do so, there's $500 in it for you. Okay. Do not, and I'll make sure Lyric comes for you. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Corin. Okay. So it's probably about four or five in the afternoon now. You were down in the sewers for quite some time, yeah. and uh, it's four or five in the afternoon. Yep. There, there is one horse attached to the wagon. Sun's out though, right? Yep, sun's out. It, it don't get dark till like eight or nine. Okay. Uh, I say we head towards the boat, but I'm also I want to do a quick huddle with my two compatriots. And I'm saying, why don't we just open the coffin and kill this motherfucker right now, and then go do that as well? We kill the, we kill the vampire, and then we go meet with the pirate and see what's going on. Maybe we can yeah, play. Both, maybe we, we can play both sides. Oh, I don't know if that's going to work out too well. <clears throat> Plus, I, I just want to see a vampire burn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop metagaming like, now. <laughs> like, just, like, just open him in the daylight and just let the daylight burn him. Yeah. Don't you think he ha- might have followers who will try to stop us from doing I meant, that? I didn't mean right there. I meant, like, as we go towards the coast, away from town. Oh, like while we're transporting yeah. him. Outside of, outside of town, but... Not in full view of the thieves' guild. Exactly. Like, we'll open it up, and, and what I'm going to suggest is 
we pretend that inside of the coffin or inside of the our, our wagon are uh, meat and steaks and stuff that I'm going to bring over to. We could do that on the way back, yeah. Because we might need them to yeah. help with our other problem of finding. That's true. Well, yeah, we're, we're I'm assuming I'm I'm thinking both problems are the exact same. Very true. So with this extra help, it might be good. Yeah. Okay. If we okay. Kill then, him, then he may be the only one who knows where the king's daughter. That's or true. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> You're scratching head. But then I go, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go. I'm gonna grab whatever. I'm gonna grab a few steaks as decoy steaks. Okay. Are we uh, talking wooden steaks or no? Not wooden food. steaks. Food steaks. Oh, food steaks. Some of the, some of the food that I've got in in my bed and breakfast. We're gonna keep it in an extra container. You know, something that with. Do you have salad? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I say sure as, as, as I go. Grab whatever we give the pigs. <laughs> and no, but we grab we grab some food like that extra. And the idea is to have something to display if we have to show that we've got food that I'm bringing it from town. Trying to expand my business, maybe in a coffin. In a coffin. No, 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 no. On in the in the wagon next to the coffin, tied up against it. Basically, we got a cover over top of it in a secondary container, and we say that the rest of it is just the same containers. It's just we've got a decoy container with food in it. I can say it's like clergy stuff. And I'm, yep. I'm like on one of my kits is I have uh, cook's utensils so that when we go. I can. You can butcher. I can butcher and make it dis- and display it and show and basically make samples. We're basically traveling salesmen. Okay. Well, we could also make it like we're feeding pe- people. Yeah. The hungry. Yeah. Feeding the hungry and and I'm I'm doing. Some I don't see, like. Do you see me as a traveling salesman? No. Maybe a missionary. And you've got bodyguards. Yeah, you're a missionary. I'm <laughs> bodyguards. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm. I'm volunteering my time, essentially. Uh, is she singing food. your gospel as repentance <laughs> for the evilness of her ways? Yeah, being and I, and born. I'm just for a, being born. For being born. <laughs> and I'm a local Sing vendor, a song, bitch. Donating my time. There you go. Yeah. Well, all right. So it's community service, the church. I like to sing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, community, yeah. Evil bitch. Sort of, I'm not in trouble. It's community outreach. <laughs> So far, we've had public utilities and now community outreach in this game. <laughs> we are the YMCA of D and D. All right, so you guys begin to make your way outside the city of Cambridge. You start traveling through the woods and the rough roads that leave up and down the coast, the Sword Coast, very known for its sheer rock cliffs, but also white sandy beaches as well. You start making your way up up the coast, and after about. Three or four hours, the sun's starting to go down. And you can hear a knock from inside the coffin. He's like, and you just hear the most bored voice you can imagine. Are we there yet? We ignore him at first. (laughs) Yeah. And if he keeps repeating... I'll turn this right around, son. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a hearty laugh from inside. It's like, oh, I like you. And you uh, see the coffin door basically vanish. And he sits up just as the sun dips below the horizon. He sits up. He stretches. He's like, oh, the gnome. You look familiar. Oh, and you definitely do. <laughs> what brings you... We just keep running into each other, now don't we? Oh, God. Hey, a job's a job. Can't complain there. Let me tell you, the work in this area is wonderful. People don't even realize when you're fucking them over. It's great. So, lyrics like so. How long until we're there? How long until I get... Get the kill some more people. Soon. Let's check the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> so Lear just. Say? I, don't so Lear, say, I don't think any that's of us the have stars. Na- None of us have navigation or, or or. You know enough to follow a map. Survival. Yeah. Oh, survival. Yeah. 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 I got plus four. So. So Lear's just kind of sitting in the back of the wagon. He's kind of got his legs crossed. He's basically, you know what I'm talking about. I've got my arms crossed behind my head. He's like so. Here's the plan. 
as I see it, which is the only way that you should see it. You're going to pretend that you're carrying your dear departed... Oh, just make up a name, I don't care. Get me in their cargo hold. And make sure we get out to sea. When we're out to sea, middle of the night, I'm pretty much going to tear every single one of these people apart. And we're going to steal the ship. There's only one slight problem. What's that? With that. Um, how will... I know we're supposed to bring you onto the boat. Yeah. But how are you actually going to get on without being invited? Well, that's why we Because that's their home. Wait, say that to me again. It's their... The it, pirates, right? Yeah. Their yeah. boat is their home. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's like, oh, I intend to kill every single one of them. Go to another pirate cove and go work for my true employer. Mm. This is just a side job. This is just something to do because I'm bored. I'm going to offer them the food and they're going to invite us all on. All right. So a couple of hours pass. You start yeah. going. It's about midnight. You start rolling up yeah. to this smuggler's cove and it's just you can see like the, the seawaters coming in. You see this giant galleon just docked in there and you kind of wonder how nobody's seen it but you're probably thinking high level illusion magic or maybe the Cambridge guards just don't come this far north it's the black pearl (laughs) (laughs) so you come up and you see a bunch of human well pirates like I said dressed in like stereotypical leather and cloth outfits and they see you approaching with the wagon they cross their swords in front of you to kind of stop the wagon it's like oi what are you doing out here so late? Uh, I explain that we've got my brother that died, and we are trying to bring him back to his home to rest. And by chance, I also happen to be a cook, and I have extra food. Does anybody like, want some? Really? Persuasion. Deception. <laughs> or deception, one deception. or the other. Okay. Because it's a clear lie. <laughs> they're clear look, lie. They're looking you up and down. They look at Lyric. 17. 17? It's going to be good. One of them believes you for damn sure. Yep. Come right on in. Fuck my uh, sister. Right. Fuck my <laughs> sister. Steaks for everybody, and I got to fuck your sister. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, I rolled a four and a two. She's so a one arm. These pirate. people are dumb. <laughs> so, the pirate's basically extending you the best hospitality he can. Oh, they're, See, they're probably thinking food. You know, yeah, they're thinking, all right, cool, not rations, not pickles. So, you come in into the pirate's cove, you see drums upon drums of rum, sugar, everything you can possibly think of that can be transported on a ship. And you start strolling through, you see torches everywhere, there's pirates drinking and carousing, and there's pirate women of loose morality, everything. It looks like a little pirate city inside this mountainside. Dave, you should be right at home. Yeah, in fact. (laughs) Um, So you start strolling in, Lyric has kind of pulled down his hood, all a little bit. His eyes still glow ever so subtly yellow. He goes, man, this is going to be easier than I thought. I mean, you guys may not even need to put the coffin on the ship. It does. Actually, that's more fun that way. He kind of looks around. He's like, alright, we're going to get on that ship. And, uh... Well, I, I ask if I can if I can unload our stuff before I start cooking. The pirate guard looks at it and goes, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, we'll set you up in one of the uh, galleys. And uh, he takes you off to, there's like a big pirate, uh, like a bonfire on the beach. Yeah. And there's like cooking stations <laughs> set up. Okay, and I'm assuming th- these two go to put our coffin on the ship? Yeah. Uh, me and Lyric, probably, because yeah. Dave so, can't carry anything. Uh, so Lyric follows... And I'm already busy kind of making my way through the pirate bar. Making right. my way around for my next victim. So Absalon and Lyric start walking towards the ship, start walking on the dock. He's like, man, 
I don't think they realize just how badly they're going to get tore apart. That's the fun so thing. bad for this. You know, you really should, because when we go out to sea, I'm going to drain every single one of them. I turn one into a ghoul or a revenant. I don't know. I, I need friends. I'm lonely. Then we're going to put me back below deck. You guys are going to sail the ship. Because uh, I got your gold right here. Holds up a pouch that hold, contains 500 bucks. And he's like, and we're going to go across the ocean here. And there's a little pirate. There's another little pirate city. And we're going to go reclaim my queen. So, it's kind of pertinent information there. I know, I'm just away somewhere cooking and don't know anything. I'm, I'm already prepping <laughs> the food. He's like, look. He looks at Apple and he's like, look. Who wants garlic? I know Lord Kilsh hired you. That much is really evident. I mean, why would we hire a cleric of all people? I mean, look. Times are tough all over. I get that. Do you know why he hired us? Oh, to get back Mira. But you're not. Because she's mine. I just gave her to that stupid pirate bitch. And then she in turn sold her to another pirate captain. I don't even know. But you know what? She's pretty, she's young, and she's going to be young forever, and she's going to be mine. And then, hey, we're going to have a nice kingdom of the undead here in Cambridge. Because you know what? The Thieves Guild, they'll do what I say. And uh, Lord Kilsh, I am looking forward to drinking his daughter's blood right in front of him and turning her into one of my mistresses of the night. Let me tell you, the look on his face is going to be so priceless. It's going to be good. So you approach the deck of the ship. Lyric steps <laughs> onto it. He's just smiling. You see the pirate captain Fiona come up. She's like, she comes up, she's got a huge feather in her hat. She's probably looks to be about maybe 30, 35. She's a pretty, pretty beautiful human woman. She's got a huge shimitar at her side. White flowing, uh, kind of like a blouse type thing. She's like, welcome aboard. We'll get underway, presumably pretty soon. I'm presuming you're Mr. Aaron, and you are Mr. Absalon, correct? Yes. Excellent. Your uh, port fees have already been paid. And as soon as uh, we get your cargo loaded on board, we'll get underway. It should take us about two days' travel. We hope you enjoy the hospitality on board the Moana. And uh, providing that you don't, well, go fuck yourself. But either way, you're going to have a great time. Moana. The fishing is good. These seas, wonderful. <laughs> so... If you want to put your uh, creepy dead guy under my uh, deck, we will look after it. And um, she takes aside Lyric, and she kind of whispers something in his ear. And she's like, uh, you and I have, have to talk. Just, you know, if you... Cleric, do not let us keep you. I'm sure you have funeral rites to perform or something. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and with that, you see Lyric and Absalom get on the boat... You're carousing in the pirate bar. I'm cooking up a storm. You're cooking up a storm. And with that, that brings us to the end of hour three of our Dungeons right. & Dragons adventure, where we are now aboard the ship, the Moana, which uh, being helmed by Captain Fiona. Uh, that's Disney's Moana, Mike. That is Disney's <laughs> Moana. I couldn't Disney's think of another ship. ship. Fiona. Say the whole name. <laughs> I'm just grabbing names out of thin air. It, just, it works. It works. Um, so, it yeah, go. what's going to happen? Wow. Why is Lyric double-crossing everybody? Why does he want Cambridge to be a vampiropolis? Questions! You've got questions? Maybe I have answers. Who the fuck knows? We'll find out what happens next right here on Terrible Warriors. I have been your dungeon master, Mike the Birdman Dodd, joined with... David Double D Dennis. Alex the Bear Fucking Cook. AJ the St. Bernard. And we'll catch you guys again next time right here on the exclusive debrief. Only for Patreon supporters right here on TerribleWarriors.com. The Cambridge Chronicles is a Terrible Warrior ongoing adventure. 
The Chronicles are entirely funded by supporters from Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, the Terrible Warriors continue to release new episodes in their rotating catalog of one-shot campaigns every Tuesday and Thursday. You can find out more at terriblewarriors.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Technical production by Alex Ricci. Music written and recorded by Ori Falkner. Artwork by Hess Bell. For now, the books are closed, the dice are packed away, and the chips are stuck to the floor. Join us next time, brave adventurer, for the next chapter in the Cambridge Chronicles. Chronicles.